You're listening to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a business coach for online health coaches who want to attract their ideal clients, stop feeling defeated by their never-ending to-do list, balance a healthy lifestyle with their growing business, and stop overanalyzing what everybody thinks of them so that they can confidently own their message and online presence. On this podcast, we dive deep into health information you can share with your clients, business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. Tonight, I wanted to talk about a very important topic, which is the one major thing you need to protect in your health coaching business if you want to thrive, if you want to survive, if you want to make more money, and if you really want to play the long game. And that is something very surprising, your energy. Duh, because if you guys burn out and if you guys don't have enough energy for your clients and your marketing and all of those things, it's going to be really hard to be successful. And before you turn this video off because you're like, I know I get enough sleep, I take good care of myself, I want you to listen to these tips because I think a lot of them will be new to you as a way to protect your energy and your business, That things that you've never thought of before. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because if you really love what you do, it's very easy for your business to become your baby. It's very easy to love it and want to work with it all the time and be obsessed with it. And while that is very uh, very much a good thing to be passionate about what you're doing, you also want to sustain your business and not burn out. And so these tips are going to help you prevent that burnout, stay sane in your business, stay focused on the things that are going to bring you results instead of things that are going to make mental chatter or cause you to have limiting beliefs or things like that. So we're talking about mental energy, physical energy, all of it. And by the way, before we even move on, sorry, that's the phone in the background. But before we even move on, I just want to let you know it's okay to be obsessed with your business. It's okay to love it so much and treat it like your baby. That's a good thing. You should want to nurture your business every single day. You should want be dying to work on it after you get home from your day job, things like that. That's not a bad thing. But like I said, you got to protect your energy if you want to continue. And you got to practice saying no to certain things if you want to build your business up in the right way. So let's get to the first tip. And that is having to do with protecting your mental energy in your business. And what I want to say about that is when you guys are doing things like Instagram lives or Facebook lives, um, mostly Instagram lives though, one thing that I've stopped doing that has really helped me clear my head and stop over analyzing and focus on actually putting out content and you know, doing more important things is not watching who watches my Instagram stories. I stopped doing that and the reason is because, not because I care so much about who's watching and I wanna know, and some people might say, you need to know that information, that's data, like you need to know who your fans are. And I do think that's important, but at the same time, I notice that when I don't watch who's watching, I put out my content and I get on with my, with my day versus when I do look at who's watching, I procrastinate. I think, oh, is, that's kind of weird. That person watched it. Should I delete it? I don't really want them to see it. And 
that's just the wrong way to be a business owner. That is not what you should be spending your energy and your time on. So I've stopped doing that. And another thing that I've stopped doing um, to protect my energy is with my email list, again, going back to protecting your mental energy, is not looking at who is subscribed or unsubscribed to your email list, meaning don't look at who unsubscribes every week because you're gonna take it personally. Like I said, if your business is like your baby and somebody unsubscribes from your list, you're, it's easy for you to be personally offended because you're like, you don't like my child? Like this is this is what my, I'm giving to the world and you don't like it? And it's very easy to take it personally, but as a business owner, you gotta separate the emotions out of it and you gotta choose the ways that you're gonna protect your energy. And for me, those are two things that are just something I do now, non-negotiable, and that's the way it is. So let's move on to another tip that has to do with mental energy first, because that's what we're talking about for now is protecting your mental energy. And that is make sure that you do not, it's great to have goals in your business. It's great to have number goals, a financial goal, a certain amount of calls, goal, whatever it is for you that helps you get clear on the progress that you want to be making every week and what you want to be striving for and what would mean financial freedom for you or what would mean um, you're making a full impact for you, meaning how many clients do you feel you need to really be living your mission or things like that. Those goals are great. And I do recommend having those goals, but I, I do not recommend tying your self-worth to those goals because as an entrepreneur, there are a lot of things out of our control and there's a lot of things that when we are working so hard on something, it's very easy to um, feel fully defeated if certain outcome doesn't happen. And one of my big things that I work on with my clients is separating their self-worth from their outcomes, meaning I want them to focus on the feeling of progress and making an impact and putting themselves out there and building confidence and, you know, getting better in their skill set versus being like, I'm only worthy if I reach X goal this month. And most of the time, what's really cool is when they shift to focusing on the feeling and how they want to feel every day it actually gets them out of their head and into the action. It stops them from overanalyzing. It stops them from analysis paralysis of thinking they have this huge goal and they're overwhelmed and they don't know how to go about it and reach it. It instead gets them focused on today and focused on a feeling that they wanna have and it's a really great way to get yourself out of the overanalyzing mode and the overwhelmed mode and instead focused on what can I do today to feel like I am improving my skills, I'm improving my closing, I'm improving my confidence, um, things like that. Okay, so let's move on to the other energy tip, which is have other things in your life, meaning it's very easy and this is, I am so guilty of this. I'm obsessed with my business. I want to work on it all the time. When I'm not working about it on it, I'm thinking about it. When I'm not, uh, you know, tending to an email or working with a client or getting on a call, I feel somewhat guilty. And that's pretty normal when you're an obsessive entrepreneur type A person. But it's important to step away every once in a while and have other things in your life. Because if you get 
too sucked in and you know this is your only thing you focus on it number one makes you stale meaning you don't come back with creative energy every day you start to burn out you are losing your um your creative juices and you're losing inspiration and at the same time you might also look back later and be like oh i don't have life balance at all work-life balance is not a a thing in my life and I've been very guilty I will fully say I do not have life work balance and I'm totally okay with that I do call what I have work-life harmony meaning my business is my life it's a big part of my life I love it I'm growing it I love seeing the progress I have so much fun doing it everything is most 90% of everything I do is fun 10% of the tedious, annoying things are not fun. Editing my podcast, not fun. Writing blog posts, pretty much not fun. Uh, you know, certain things are not fun, but I love every step of the way. I love meeting new people. I love when my clients have a breakthrough. I love, you know, connecting with people on the internet. I mean, it's such a cool tool that we have available to us. So it's, what I'm trying to say is though, I do make myself, I force myself to step away and set boundaries sometimes. Meaning, if I'm going to, uh, yesterday I went to brunch with my friends for the first time in a very long time, but I made myself do it. I sing in a band, it's fun for me. It takes my mind off of the other things for a little bit and I come back stronger when I take a break. Um, I do a vacation once a year with my family and that is an important thing for me. So it's important to set those things into your schedule because otherwise it can be very hard to take yourself away and very easy to become stale in your business, meaning you're just going through the motions, you start to feel a little jaded, you start to feel a little sorry for yourself um, and things like that. Listening to a lot of other entrepreneurial stories really inspires me. And one thing that I've heard them all, a lot of these stories say, a lot of these people say, is that when you are playing the pity game and you're saying things like, I don't have time to do this. I have a family, I have a full-time job, and I do not have time, which honestly, if I had a family and I uh, had other obligations full-time, which for a period of time, I did have like five jobs going. Just so you guys know on my entrepreneurial journey, I also have not always been a full-time free-flowing entrepreneur. And I still do some side projects. I still sing in a band on the weekends and a little bit of extra stuff to just have fun. And, and so it's not like, but there was a time where I was doing like five different jobs. And they were not all full-time jobs, but it was really a lot of like switching costs, meaning my brain would have to switch from wearing one hat to another hat. And being an entrepreneur, you already have to wear like 10 hats. So for me right now in my business, I am the customer service person. I'm the coach. I'm the marketer. I'm the content writer, the copywriter. I'm the web layout designer. I'm the, um, you know, face person on online, the campaigner, I'm the community builder. All of these things are part of your job as an entrepreneur until you get a full team. And so it's so important to 
free up whatever extra time you do have that you're like watching TV or you're um, doing things that really don't fill your cup spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, so that means if it's not your family, your friends, your hobby that you love, or your business, the other stuff kind of has to go, unfortunately. And it's really hard to do. Like, I love watching Real Housewives, but I took like a year off over the last year to really focus on my business because I was like, this is not serving me in any way, shape, or form. And if I am going to recover, I'm going to at least recover or let loose with something that's kind of more spiritually <laughs> fulfilling. So what I'm getting at is when I listen to these entrepreneurs' stories, they're all saying that they had to sacrifice some stuff. And the things that you want to choose to sacrifice are the things that have the least value in your life. I don't think you need to give up your family. I don't think you need to not ever see your friends again. Those are not the things that I'm talking about. But I do think if you really want to do this while you have a full-time job and you have a lot going on, yeah, you got to get rid of like maybe going to the movies or just going to cocktail night every night. And you do have to make some sacrifices, unfortunately. So decide what's worth it to you to let go of to create something that's going to have such a bigger, more fulfilling impact on your life and be okay with letting that go. Free yourself up to let those things go. Um, so next time you find yourself saying you don't have time, ask yourself, did I watch a full season of Game of Thrones? Oh, okay. I have time. And the other thing that I would say is for the mental energy piece, going back to that, have a no re-record rule for yourself. Meaning when you're doing Facebook lives, when you're doing Instagram lives, when you're doing Instagram stories, when you're doing a post on social media, write it, do it, complete it, let it go. Meaning I do not, I have my notes right now in front of me on my phone. I'm looking down, I'm taking pauses, I'm saying um, but that's what I can commit to right now. If I'm going to get this out this week, I'm, I'm traveling in the middle of the week this week. I have, you know, you want, done is better than perfect. And I always say that to my clients, but at the same time, you, if you really want to be able to be on all the, you know, be on video and be consistent with it, you got to let go of perfectionist syndrome <laughs> and be okay with having a no re-record rule and just saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it my best right now. And when I'm done, I'm done. The next thing I want to say about energy is if you feel like you are white knuckling it in your business, meaning you are just hanging on for dear life, you're flying by the seat of your pants, you can never keep up, you know, you're, you're losing track of your commitments, you're missing meetings or calls because you're just so overwhelmed, then it's not supposed to be like that. And that either means that you need to outsource, you need to scale back and pick just the top priority things for you right now and then return to the other things as you continue to grow, or you just need to do something that doesn't make you feel like you're white knuckling it because those people do not last in business. And there can be a period of time where you're in a sprint zone. Maybe you have a launch coming or a workshop coming or you're working on launching your first course or website or something. 
there can be times where you're in a sprint zone, meaning your your current daily patterns are a little unsustainable, meaning you're working a lot or you have a lot of calls back to back or things like that. But you cannot do that forever, and you cannot create your business life around that life that pattern. So find ways to make sure that you don't feel like you're white knuckling it, and that you feel like you are in control. You you're focused on the right things. And if you don't know what to focus on that will grow your business the most, I would first say for me right now, it's calls, getting on calls with people um, and marketing myself online. Those are my two big things. But if you don't know, set up a free strategy call with me and we could talk about what you're doing in your business and what's draining you versus what's helping you versus what you want versus what's actually happening in your day-to-day -day activities. Um, because I would love to help you guys on that journey. So just let me know in the messages or in the comments if you'd like to set that up and we can do that. Okay, moving on. Know that you can bring your best for your clients, um, but at the same time, they have to put in the work themselves too. It's a two-way street. So this, the reason why I'm saying this as a tip to protect your energy as a coach is because as a coach, we are very emotionally involved with our clients and we can't really separate that out. We can't really be a robot in a coaching session. And it's very easy to get, feel personally responsible for if the client implements or does not implement. And part of our job is to motivate and guide the client to implement but at the same time when it comes down to you doing your part you sharing the behavioral change tips and the ways to you know the neuro-linguistic programming and the the ways to help people actually create change in their life you that's all you can do and what they decide to do at the end of the day during the week that cannot be fully held on your shoulders. That's not your 110% responsibility. I'll give you two examples. I have some clients, most of my clients I would say now, are amazing at implementing. They go for it, they're eager, they ask questions, they're like, they show me what they've done during the week and it's super fun and fulfilling to see that. But before that, I had a lot of clients when I was charging less and when I was still growing my business and when I was just like working with anybody and everybody. I had some clients who really just, it wasn't a, a priority for them. And it was, I was really trying, you know, I was really checking in with them. I was really trying to keep them accountable. I would send them motivational things in addition to our coaching session. And at the end of the day, they just weren't, weren't, it wasn't important to them. And it's not my, you cannot hold yourself energetically responsible for that at the end of the day you have to forgive yourself you have to focus on you know doing what you can in your part i did everything i could but at the end of the day it's up to them to take the steps right so don't feel emotionally responsible 100,000% for your clients you do your part you give them the tips and the tools and the guidance and the uh, behavioral change strategies to help them change something in their life and create the transformation. And then they, it's up to them to follow through, right? So 
don't, when it comes to your energy, keep that in mind. Next thing that I wanted to say is give yourself as, okay, so since entrepreneurship and having your own health coaching business or online business means that there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of different directions you can go and a lot of ways to promote yourself and a lot of people to reach out to and a lot of people to answer to and all of that. One thing I wanted to share is create as much routines or rituals as you can in your morning and evening. And that goes back to the book, the um, I think it's called The Miracle, Miracle Morning. And the reason why I like the idea and why so many entrepreneurs like the idea of having a morning ritual or an evening routine is because it is one of the only certain things we can count on in our life. And same thing with habits. That's why I'm so passionate about habits. It's one of the things that you can control. It's one of the things that can be consistent. It's one of the things you can be certain about. And so what I like to do um, and what I do with my clients is I have a morning and evening reflection sheet that I provide for them that allows them to kind of, at the end of the day, say, okay, what went wrong today? What do I need to improve on? Um, what's going really well? What am I really excited about? What are the wins? Because a lot of times we get so you know, caught up in all the things we have to do and working from day to night that we'd never take the second to be like, there were some wins today. And I, and you need to celebrate and acknowledge those along the way to keep your momentum and energy going and to keep yourself excited every day. So if you're not paying attention to those things with a deliberate practice of an evening reflection ritual or something like that, it can be easy to get in the autopilot mode and, and be missing out on all the little mini wins and moments that are building you up to who you're going to be and where you want to go. Um, so that's one of the things that I do with my clients. But on a personal level, one of the things I do um, to transition from not just being on my computer and going to sleep, which I have many nights where I do that, but at the same time, um, one of the things that I do is listen to music before bed or in the morning. I love to get active. I love to um, listen to a positive audio that like gets you very pumped up for the day. I love Abraham Hicks. I'm in a weird, it's, you can call that weird. You can call that cultish. It's very positive um, and I love it. And who else do I listen to? Or, or I love podcasts in the morning while I'm getting ready to get me just, it's something that I just, I love to start my day with personal development. It's the best way to set your tone for your day. Um, so those are some of the things that I do. And sometimes I meditate for 15 minutes in the morning as well. It's whatever I can do to just get my mind on the right vibrational track and not just go into my day on autopilot or rush into something. So giving myself that time in the morning is one of the best gifts I know I can give myself. And, um, and easing into my day is way better than rushing into my day with no intention set, with no morning journaling or no morning positivity. And you can call me weird or crazy, but I'm very much the type of person where that's probably been the biggest thing for me um, to getting me towards being, having consistent, like good days. <laughs> if I have, if I start my morning right, it's really makes an impact on how I spend the rest of my day. Now that said, you need to be flexible in that 
don't hold the belief that if you don't get your morning routine in, you're going to have a bad day. That's not what I'm saying. But try to set aside that time in the morning because it will be worth it. Moving right along. Okay, here's a big one. This one is probably one of my favorite tips I'm going to give you out of this whole video. And that is when you are trying to protect your energy as a coach and as an entrepreneur, create, as you go, a Google folder or somewhere where you can hold a collection of things. Um, create a Google folder of positive reviews, emails, results you get your clients, um, positive feedback you get on a blog or a podcast or something, um, positive just messages you receive. And I save them all. And I love when I get like a down moment or like, what am I doing? Is this worth it? I just go back to that folder and I read all the things and I see all the people's faces and I just feel like, oh, that's right. Okay, that's why I'm doing this. And it reminds you of the wins and to celebrate and I just love that. And the other thing I would do is track, do anything you can to track positive things or positive wins or celebratory moments. So in my phone, I keep a list of like good things that are happening this year. I already have a list of like over 125 things this year that have happened that are freaky fun coincidences that are cool, that are things that I really enjoy right now. It's just a, it's kind of an appreciation list. And it's the same thing as if you do a gratitude practice, you, you write down, you know, what you're grateful for in the morning, or you do the five minute journal app on your phone. It's something that I just love. And I would highly recommend doing anything you can to keep yourself in a positive zone by just tracking all the good stuff in your life. But as you can see, all these tips require you being deliberate about protecting your energy and being positive. So I hope that um, these tips help you. And I also wanted to share one more with you. And that is, if you're an entrepreneur, and you are, um, or health coach, and you work late at night on your computer, get yourself some blue blocking glasses. And these are really ugly, but I wear them by myself and they block blue light from my eyes, from my computer screen and my phone, so that my body makes melatonin and that I can sleep at night. Because if you have these bright lights on your phone without these glasses, your body turns off your melatonin production because it thinks it's daytime, and then you find it's hard to get deep sleep, it's hard to fall asleep, it's hard to stay asleep because your body thinks and your brain thinks it's daytime. So this is just my last tip for energy and working late at night and having your eyes on your computer all day and not wanting to strain them. Um, something that I really love. Um, I'm going to just be a dork and wear my glasses now and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for watching. Want to hear more shows? Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Get your free habits guide at HaleyRow.com and remember that any advice given on the show does not substitute for medical advice from your healthcare professional. Talk to you guys soon.